0: Hey, 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 hey,
1: hey. hello podcast listeners i'm izzy rock one of the hosts and producers for the gym city podcast i want to invite you to join us for a live gym city podcast and podcast q a at Gem city comic-con on saturday april 1st in panel room a at the dayton convention center Get your tickets now for this exciting event at Con.com slash tickets. 12 p.m. is the live Gym City podcast. We'll be going from 12 to 12.50. At 1 o'clock is a podcast question and answer session. Anything you want to ask local podcasters? Have you thought about starting a podcast? Do you have any questions at all? Come join us at Gym City Comic Con at 1 p.m. on Saturday, April 1st. April Fool's Day, guys. Join us at high noon for a live podcast and stick around for the podcast Q&A. Let's do this. Gym City Comic Con.
2: Here comes Trouble.
3: Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening
0: to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side.
2: Hey, you with
0: my man Izzy motherfucking rocks. So pay attention. Told people my man's labor. So, <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself. yourself, yourself, yourself. These are tales from the hard side Painted so vivid Kicking real life stories Not woven or knitted Izzy Rock brings that rawness To all who listen Dropping heavy knowledge knowledge And sharing some wisdom Going down that rough road Only makes you tougher It's a beautiful struggle Sometimes we suffer Let the people know You aren't in this alone This talk is deep It cuts down to the bone No fakeness here This as real as it gets Pass this on the mic Kick it live and direct Spread that vibe everywhere All the across the globe The idea's real Simple, there's no secret code Reach out to the people, spread that positive energy Cause we're all looking for a little bit of serenity Whatever little part of this planet you live in These tales from the hard side are now transmitting Transmitting To transmittin'. the hard side Oh snap, Christian Kidd down there
4: What, no?
1: <laughs> yeah, you could
4: be our Bullshit, no? <laughs> Screw you, I'm not doing that yep. shit I don't, I don't I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if you don't
1: drink, are you
4: allowed to be on it? I don't know. Do you know because
1: what she's if, talking about? If it's your designated driver and they're underage,
4: can they go? I'm not sure. Hold on, I'll find out. Well, I'm not going anyway. So, do you not going go anyways? Why? Because screw you guys. Screw us. What? And I'm That's going so to my friends. Man. I'm going to my friend's house. What are you gonna do? Hang out, smoke some weed. What? No. What? Did you say? I didn't say anything. Christian,
1: that's so rude. <laughs> no, I'm how kidding. How dare you say that on a podcast?
4: How dare you? Why you're not? You're not uh, of age. I'm not of age. Okay, no, I know. You no, know how much? Do you really can. smoke with your friends? No. Would I you I tell remember. me if you did? No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't tell me? No. Hmm.
1: I don't know, man. I think, uh, I'm trying to find his post. There's, there's um, So anyway, you could be our designated driver now, Christian, since now there is a pedal-powered pub hitting the Oregon District tonight and tomorrow, which is in Dayton. By the way, welcome to episode 263 of the Jim City Pot <laughs> of the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. It's early. I had like four hours of sleep um oh, so, same same yeah i didn't have much sleep i got off work this morning and came home and went to sleep but it's so while i right was now. asleep somebody was getting their license
4: yeah it was intimidating
1: oh was it intimidating
4: yeah so the guy who did my test um he seemed like a drill instructor, almost like that kind of intimidating. Uh, describe him to me. I don't know. He was tall, just okay. like tall? How
1: tall? Six foot three. Six yeah. foot five.
4: No, six foot three. Okay, something like that. Uh, yeah. White guy, black guy, white guy. Uh, how Scruffy old? Scruffy beard. Scruffy beard. Looks like forties. Crew cut. No, no, no hair. No, cr- no hair. Yeah. Bald. Kind of, kind of remind me of the
1: Joe Rogan look. Oh, do <laughs> yeah. he have a beard or anything? No. He was super serious. Do you have tattoos?
4: Super serious. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so super serious guy in his 40s. Probably a bro dude. Did, was he muscular? A little muscular? I don't know. I, I don't know. really. Anyway, so <clears throat> I don't mean to intend that somebody who's muscular is a bro dude. <laughs> uh, I would love to be bro. muscular myself. Um, would you like sorry. to be a bro dude? No, 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 no. Um No, I watch a lot of world star hip hop videos and I see bro dudes stapling their ears and I see them doing these dumbass things that I'm like, wow, okay, Darwin, uh, Darwin's theory of, (laughs) (laughs) right. Uh, so anyway, Christian, you went and took your driver's test. So let's, let's, let's
4: go from the beginning. So I get there. Okay. Well, I actually drove down, and I drove on the highway. We went Main Street. Oh wow! And your appointment it was for eight fifteen. Yeah, eight fifteen.
1: And, and was there a lot of people there when you got there? Did you think that huge line
4: that they had was the line that you had to stand in? No, oh, okay. no, I knew people were going for other stuff, but by the time I'd gotten done and I was waiting, you know, to get actually get my driver's license itself, there were so many people inside. I think one or two people before me actually took the test. Okay, (laughs) driving test. So was it? What time did it start? Eight fifteen, on the dot, pretty much. Yeah, I was so nervous, man. Were you? This guy was so intimidating. Yeah, and he was like, "Show me the car." I walked out. Oh, man. Did mom? Was mom with you? No, she couldn't. I don't think so. Really? So So I do check the, both turn signals, the brake, brake lights and the horn and everything worked yeah everything Which is my, worked. it's
1: my car so yeah. that's good that's good to yeah know. Okay.
4: i i'm so happy the brake lights
1: yeah yeah um, sometimes uh something like that is weird they need to put some sort of sensor or, or something let yeah. letting you Do know people actually the check brake their brake, brake lights Do uh, well usually it happens you find out that your brake light went out by either seeing in a reflection at night when you or getting like, pulled oh, over. It's not as much, Or you get pulled over, which has happened to me. Yeah. Um, but, so, okay. So, he checks the car. He's walking around. Did, does he introduce
4: himself? Does he shake no. your hand? Nope. Nope. He just says, show me the car. He says, Christian Martin. And I said, that's me. And then he said, I'll follow you out to the car. So, he's all business. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And then he gets in the car and he's like, take a right. This parking lot is so narrow. So, I like... Okay, so for oh people who God. know the Dayton, Ohio area, the DMV in the, the DMV north of Dayton in, in Huber, Huber Heights, which it's is awful,
1: where <laughs> Wayne High School is, tons of great football players have come out of there. It's uh, a lot of people of who go rivals. to CTC. Uh, I have tons of friends that live in Huber Heights. It was a place that I was actually considering moving to. There's a new Rose Amphitheater. Like, it's really built itself up. Right. Um, it's based on uh, commerce. You know, because there's an exit that has tons of stores and restaurants and yeah. all sorts of things that Amazon and, it's and the internet close. will probably take out one day.
4: Yeah, and it's close to the Inglewood, Ohio. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which exit is the well. area where we live. Yep. And so okay, so so you drive over there. It's, yeah. It's about a twenty minute drive.
4: It is, yeah. So we didn't take the faster way. We mm-hmm. took the main street and Mom was pretty much just saying Oh, put, it'll be faster. You won't have to merge that uh, wh- much.
1: What he's talking about is where, where we live, where we're stationed in our area. There is we, two ways. We we, and we don't have to give them exact roads. No. Uh, so there's a road that's more of a country road yep. leading to the highway. And All, then there's although they build it's near our airport and they build up a lot of uh, uh, fat, uh, a few warehouses have opened up over there right, uh, right. huge warehouses so there's a lot of em, new employees and new traffic in this area so sometimes it it can be kind of slow in this area because trucks start trying to go uphill yep and then the other way is strictly going down 48 yeah which is um, uh, it's it's a, a road that goes north to south in um in the ohio like it's an old highway before i-75 yeah. these were the highways that people use so 48 it is uh you know it connects a lot of parts of ohio and so you had you jumped on there and drove down yep. and got on the highway
4: yeah then i go to huber yep. obviously mm-hmm. i get the test you know I'm sitting there waiting, and I'm looking at the maneuverability mm-hmm. uh, thing that they have posted up. So I'm kind of studying that, and I had watched four to five videos multiple nice. times, doing research night the night before at I like, like one o'clock in the morning. I see. I didn't have oh, that option. Man, it was I, awful. I didn't have YouTube to go. I don't. I don't. What's to
1: All right. So okay. No. So. You get anyway. You yeah. get in the
4: car. I get in the car. So he tells me to take a right, and this parking lot is so freaking narrow. And this big, this big van that takes up more than a full parking space parks, and it's like, what the hell are you doing? So I have to do a wide turn, and he's writing that stuff already. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? This parking uh-huh. lot is too narrow for me to turn, like.
1: Yeah, I saw, I saw that mark on there. All
4: yeah. Right. And then, so we go to the maneuverability first, which I think they should do always. That's what you did it, first? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because if you fail the maneuverability, yeah, there's no point. And like,
1: I think that I remember that's the way it was. And
4: it but, was but, by this ATM machine. There uh, were two sections I could go to. I went to the one on the right, and he told me, okay, go the right. So I could have possibly gone to the left. So I was like shaking at this point. And then I stop a few times, he docks me, to it's two points, so I got docked uh, six I saw, points. I saw that. Um, but I didn't get negative, and it's a negative 26. Right, right. I saw, I saw um, it. All right, so go on. Right. So I reverse. I am literally, how close my mouth is right now, uh-huh. that's how close I was to hitting the <laughs> thing. Really? With my uh, mirrors on each side, Ooh. on my left. Yeah wow yeah so i almost <laughs> failed but i i think i did a pretty decent job with it you know i just went a little bit too far to the left <laughs> <laughs> basically he was
1: right his mouth was like right on right on the, the mic microphone where you
4: can hear <laughs> did you my scratch car. my car man oh no 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 all right and those poles won't even if yeah they're, even they're if, cones right? yeah, yeah, they're okay cones. so so you you get that right and he's like okay and we could have gone and practiced there because they have that on. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. All yeah, right. I didn't know that either. So, uh, well, we can still go practice if you want. Oh, yeah, in the van. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because I, yeah, it's no, it's good to have. No, a, because uh, listen, that's gonna be lunch, what so I. That's gonna be what, what I drive. You drive. Yeah, yeah. Although we have to do it when they're not are testing. You gonna, are you gonna
1: go to? Are you gonna drive to school on Monday?
4: No, I can't because of. Okay, so I have to get a thing, right? Uh-huh. When can and, you get it? I uh, I'm gonna get it next year, but I'm gonna go for uh, my home school, not actual. Okay. Yeah. All right. So okay.
1: So let, let's let's um,
4: let's finish the story. Anyway. So yeah, I'm driving around, and he's pretty much saying, "Turn here. Uh-huh. At the traffic light, take a r- tur- turn right." And then I do great. I I am so focused, but I'm so nervous. Mm-hmm. So we're that right behind the... this car that's also doing the test. I realize that because they're. They're doing the exact same path mm-hmm. that we did. So we went in a big circle. I uh, gotcha. So we went out the right. Do you know what the road's called? No. Well, okay. So it was close to Speedway. Okay. No, no, no. We didn't go that way. So but we went in the were, neighborhood. When you went right went out of the next parking lot.
1: Did you? Was there uh, Freckers
4: on your right hand side? I think so. Did you go? I wasn't really paying attention. I was just trying to focus okay. on the road. No, but go ahead. Um, so yeah, we drove and then we drove, you drive in a neighborhood. Uh It's exactly what my friends told me. You do maneuverability, then you drive through a neighborhood and you're done. Yeah. I mean, and and then you park, obviously. I I saw that he said that you drive too much in the middle. Yeah, I, I understand that, but there were so many cars parked on. Yeah. So, uh, it's okay. Yeah. So. So you get. So back. it's it's the things I've had to work on before. It's the things I, that like we've you, done. Yeah, it's the things that we've worked on. But I still got. Do, that you, know, do you know why I started teaching you that way? Because uh, that's exactly
1: what they did for me. That's exactly what we did. We God, maybe I, I shouldn't we we be learning anything. that way then. Everything. So <laughs> you difficult. know. When you first started, that's why I made you just drive around our neighborhood, which is a suburban neighborhood.
4: Which you need to do. Yeah. And I I remember when I was scared driving through, like, two lanes of cars. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. You were freaked out. Yeah, there's
1: sometimes teaching you how to drive has made me become aware of some of the ways that I drive. And I want to. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to. I want to tell you, I've been watching a show called Canada's Worst Drivers. Oh, jeez. I saw an episode of that.
4: Oh, my God. It's silly. How do you you even?
1: It's silly. Okay. So I was watching it to be curious of how they tell people to drive or whatever. And there was this one guy that was, he was like giving commands almost. Yeah. And I realized that at times I wasn't the most patient person. Driving with you. Yeah, I'm not that patient either. <laughs> and, and that, um, you know sometimes i don't know so like you have to have patience like you know. i look
4: back on some of the experience and i'm like was i too tough on him at times i think you were kind of i think you kind of gave me mixed messages sometimes because there's there was one time when you told me i'll turn right no turn left oh no no wait turn right and i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> is that the only time though there's know, been a few times Hours that we've. and driven. then there's been a time on the highway um where you've told me stay closer to this lane, stay closer to this lane. And I I pointed this out to you. This was like a week ago. I was like, wait, you've told me different before. Well, it
1: just depends. Uh, And what I'm talking about for people out there listening, I'm talking about when you drive on a two-lane road and there's a line down the middle
4: that you should always drive closer, closer you should always stay right. centered stay centered <laughs> yeah but, but that's tough that is honestly that's tough yeah it, i'm not gonna it, lie, if you
1: can stay closer to the right or stay centered stay stay centered.
4: stay close to but, the lane where no cars are coming exactly <laughs> stay no, closer to that don't, don't hang, go into it don't hang out next to that center line yeah because that can cause crashes um and they told me in driving driver's ed always look forward don't look at the road yes yeah and you it's lo- you like, look ahead of you because you look it, ahead. if you
1: look at your hood and you look at the road the road right you in can front get of distracted
4: hood, and you can crash yeah you and you assume you can
1: get tunnel vision too yes, yes. um so so yeah. it is good to look in front of you but as a driver you'll develop to
4: make sure to look in front of you to see there's yeah. no potholes to see i did drive a manual. pothole today I yeah. did. It, I mean, it's sometimes just unavoidable. That parking lot is so bad. It it's is. in such bad condition. And they have so many people. Mm-hmm. The road I drove on, though, oh, it was so nice. It was so smooth. So when you're backing up in the Kia
1: Soul, let's say you're in the driver's seat, you're backing up. What's your process when you're backing up? Do you put your arm on the right hand? Actually, end? I don't. I look in my mirrors. Okay. What you want to do, what you want and to do. I look in all of my mirrors. Um, well, what you want to do
4: is you want to put your hand on your passenger seat and mm-hmm. then look behind well, you in, in the mirror. Right, and I, I did that as well, but I put mine on the center console, mm. and I do it that way. Um, and I feel like it's just really hard put for put what on the center console? My arm, and I look over. Oh. I look over my shoulder. Um, is it but, hard for you to bend around? I, yeah, I, I feel like it's just, it's just hard to do that. I mean, that's, why they, invent, that's why they invented uh, rear-view cameras. True. W- which are great. They are so nice. Yeah. I, mean, I think it would have helped me a lot with the test, yeah. but the th- the driver would have said, uh, can you turn this off? <laughs> but I don't think
1: you can turn it off. No, I don't think you can either. Um, the, the, I think cars should have, now that we have cameras, dash cams. Well, I think we should have cameras, da- dash cams. I think that we should have uh, cameras on our dashboard that show us. All of our surroundings. Well, so that, that technology it, so that when isn't you're here backing yet. up, you can see your right and like. I don't know. I think you'd have to multitask. You'd
4: have to multitask cameras on for all for everything. Yeah, I feel like for, they for, for should. driving, even the front. Yeah, no.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe to see, to see if you can see anything in front of you. Well, maybe on have the front it as of the an car, option
4: on the on the hood or the front bumper. Yeah, of like put, yeah, put it right, right near the, a very um, small camera, like a micro camera, yeah. but it works, and yeah. All right, so 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 yeah, get, yeah. So you get back, and well, then we go to Elder Beerman. I don't know if oh, hold on, no, no, wait, hold on. You got to go back. So you what? you pull back into the oh, driveway, yeah, or, so, or uh, parking, parking lot, and then he's like, just park anywhere. So I pretty much park where we parked. Um, and then I go inside, I'm like, oh my God, I got it. I got it. And cause when, when we parked, he said, you pass, come inside. And then uh. he pretty much walked out and just, I was like, uh, uh what are you doing? <laughs> so when he said you passed, it took you a, a few, a, a minute. Yeah. He was like, you passed
1: like that. Yeah. I was like, what? Oh, I, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so he was super impersonal. Oh yeah, definitely. Wow, okay. He was, it was awkward. I, I, I couldn't. I, Maybe that's awkward. maybe that's a good way to handle it, but that that is pretty awkward. Yeah, some people are awkward. Try not to have conversations right. because that can get you very distracted. So you got in line to go get your license, got your photo. We, we didn't have to wait that long,
4: actually. Yeah. Um, and then I took my photo. It took me a few minutes. Were you we happy go, with your haircut? Or happy with your hair? They make everything? you look derpy. They make you look so stupid in that because <laughs> they don't tell you tilt your head, center your head. Because yeah. in the picture, I'm like. I'm like you look tilted. It looks like my head's tilted. <laughs> and I look so bad. It. I look so bad in it. Yeah, They don't let you redo um, yeah, it. Yeah. Co- it costs a good amount, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. that bad, but. It's not too bad. All right. So so th-
1: that happened. Dude. I'm just glad I didn't fail. You're, that
4: happened. Yeah, I know, right? You're a
1: licensed
4: yeah. driver. And I didn't fail my first time. I thought I would have failed. I thought for the longest time I was saying, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this. But I guess I was.
1: Yeah. Barely. <laughs> now you got to get yourself a job to help pay for insurance. Yep.
4: Uh, that's that's the plan. That's the plan, man. Okay. Uh, got to pay for that freedom, buddy. Uh, yeah. Got to pay for that choice I made. That's right. <laughs> All right. So at the beginning of the podcast,
1: you heard my wife, Amy, talk about these pedal-powered pubs hitting the Oregon District. So... Oh, you um, got a
4: pub glass, man! And I got a new
1: wallet too. There's uh, owners of the Dayton Quadricycle and Pedal Wagon uh, receive word that they are officially licensed to operate in Dayton. And what they are, guys, what they are, are these bicycles. They are these 14 uh, seat wagon where what? it's it's pedals and you pedal as you're, as you're drinking. It's a bar but you pedal while you're drinking. So you're on downtown, right? And um, customers will pedal a wagon steered by a sober captain between venues. So you can rent it out for like dinners, events. When do you puke? Dude, so you could go from place to place.
4: Drink. I I feel like
1: you'd puke. So we were invited today to test it out, which is what your mom was talking about. Um, You should go. Yeah, there's bookings on March 18th for their Dayton craft brew, to, uh, brew pub tour. If you guys like craft beers, Dayton, Ohio is is a gem. Let me say a gem for haha, <laughs> gem city. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gem for um brew brew pub. So if Definitely. you ever come to town, Definitely. make sure I, I can't. I'm not drinking beer right now. Not until May. Uh, I was toying around with the idea of drinking some Michelob Ultra or some sort of really low carb beer. But we'll see. It's basically water at that point, dude. (laughs) It is, but you know, uh, I'm trying to watch my carbs and stuff. Right. All Mm. right. So, hell yeah, dude! Congratulations.
4: Thank you. And you know, I I've been playing. You know, and I don't know. It just feels good. Feels like freedom, doesn't it? feels like i got some weight off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, you accomplished something. Yeah, I accomplished something big. Yeah, I, it's I, it's definitely a big accomplishment to get this done. Huh?
1: I have recognized uh your passion lately about school. And, yeah, and about your passion about doing well and about thinking about, you know, that you told me you only have 5, five quarters, five
4: quarters of high school left and then i go on to uh Sinclair Community College in Dayton. Um I don't care if people can search me up. I don't. I don't care at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, because your your school that you go to offers because you, you've taken. I'm a Sinclair you're taking, student right now. Yeah. Anyway, you've you know, taking
4: some college yeah, classes. I'm already. taking them right now, actually. Yeah. And then I was in invan- I was in two advanced placement classes last year. One that I got a D in, but mm. I'm not going to talk about that.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you lose focus.
4: Sometimes the class is just too hard. Yeah. Also, sophomore year was.
1: So, so, are you enjoying school right now?
4: Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, some of my classes are, yeah, but are, you, are just...
1: You're you excited to get it over with, aren't you? You don't get yeah. a spring break, dude.
4: No, I don't, but I get out two, a uh, week and a half early. Nice. Um, I get out on May 16th. Nice. I pretty much have two months of school left at this point. That's awesome. And we also get Good Friday off.
1: Hey, um, is weird? Mom and I were, we were talking uh, and think that you should take some... College classes during the summer to get some of your stuff over with.
4: Yeah, um, you know, I could do that. Um, You
1: can go down to Sinclair. Like, you can drive yourself to Sinclair now.
4: Yeah. I could drive downtown, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I could go to the Oregon District if I wanted to. You can drive literally wherever you want now. Yeah, I can. I mean, you are 17. You have to
1: be 18, really, to. With permission. Yeah, with
4: permission. (laughs) Um, I don't think you guys would let me drive out of state right now.
1: No, I'd be. I'm still. I still want to drive with you for a little bit. Yeah, I, I still think you should probably a few weeks. I don't know. No, I think
4: that's not true. You passed your license. You're free. Well, I still you need to practice to... in the van because yeah, know, every new vehicle, it's like Whoa. you know, you know how you get practice, drive around, just drive around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just drive around. That's right. Whether it be with a friend, with a parent, or by yourself. So, um,
1: but thanks for listening, guys. I, I appreciate you listening. Uh, I want to go over some some of my notes that I have. I have, yeah, man, dude.
4: I I have this notebook, piece, dude, um, and I don't have any notes. I just went off my mind. That's right. We did this. We're recording this. What time is it right now? It is eleven twenty
1: nine a. So I, I Saturday. Took, I took
4: this test three hours ago. Yeah, hell yeah. So yeah. On Saturday, March eleventh, two thousand seventeen. Actually, I think I was done with the test by this time. Yeah, it's a super easy test. You. You do maneuverability, then you drive around. You're Mm -hmm. then you're done. It's really easy. I'm surprised. Mom was saying that she's surprised they don't uh, take you on the highway. it's too long. It's. No, they have a lot to do. Yeah, it's
1: not that close. Uh, Well, anyway, so so I'm gonna go over my week, and we'll uh, we'll get out of here. I'll end with some music. Um, so, Christian, I came across this video. You know, I, right. I'm, I'm. I watch YouTube. I watch World Star Hip Hop. I try to watch <laughs> video content out there. If, even Facebook that has a cool option where you can watch videos, but sometimes it repeats. Uh, right. And I'll I'll watch them while I'm uh, on lunch and things at work because uh, we got. We got unlimited data now. Which yes, is cool, it's so
4: good because yeah.
1: now I can watch YouTube. Yeah, I love it, and I can stream music in the car and not have yeah. to worry about it. So I came across this video on YouTube uh, from ex- Exurb One A Exurb One A, and he had a video about how digital hygiene—it's digital hygiene—how we might have fucked our attention spans. Oh, you told me about this. Dude, it was such an interesting video. Sometimes you come across people and you're you're
4: like... They have really good insight, oh, don't man. they?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It really offers you a glimpse into the world of people who are out there like, right. thinking about things in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a great video to watch, so go check it out. Uh, it made me think about the goals that we have uh, as far as... You know, taking a break from something like Facebook where you basically you you get on, you check your emails, you check your, your Facebook feed. But you don't just reach for the phone because the way he describes it, we're, the first thing we do is not do anything but reach for our phone and look, look at well, our phone.
4: actually, what I do in the morning is <laughs> go take a shit. And, and no, I go and take a phone. shower. I don't take a shit until like six. So you don't pick up your phone? I don't. The I first don't, thing I don't see my phone. I don't pick up my phone until I'm taking a poop uh-huh. in the morning. This is the first time I see my phone. I'm like, yeah. oh, here's all my nightly. Um, but on the weekends, I will wake up and I will check my phone. I will check all of that. Um, you know, sometimes I'll just lay in my bed for a while. Yeah, <laughs> put yeah, on some TV. But I I think it's important to develop goals and habits, like good habits. Yeah, uh, good habits are always a great thing to have. I mean, if you if you don't if you aren't on your phone twenty four seven, you're you're honestly fine. <laughs> honestly, I mean I'm, this is just coming from me. I mean, I'm a, I'm on my phone a lot, but you know, I was talking like I'm throwing some some shade towards Zach here, but we're <laughs> he in is the on car and, and he, he on he's on Snapchat, like having the sound up and everything when we're trying to talk to him. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, no, well, <laughs> like I, I, barely you can barely hear him. You know, it seems like he's on his phone too much now. I don't know. He's this is just me. He's really connected to like
1: he's connected to he's Snapchat. connected to it, dude. Snapchat. He found something that he enjoys and he enjoys um he enjoys posting these pictures on Snapchat. He has, yeah. he has quite a few friends on Snapchat. I don't know what his name is on on Snapchat.
4: Uh, Snapchat is still confusing to me. I don't. Honestly. I don't really like it. I text a few people on there, but it really Snapchat is just like it's kind of a bullshit. App. Yeah, it's like Vine. Yeah, in a way. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like Vine. Uh, I'm I'd, sure if I, well, I use Vine it it more, still,
1: it, it's just not as easy to use. And I think it was designed that way. I think it was designed to not not be that easy to use.
4: Well, it's easy to use. You just take a picture, post it.
1: <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that's it. I just that's so, so it. it yeah, do people it's, follow can, you.
4: Do they? You can add. I don't people. want to understand it. I don't, I don't care. It's I, a, It's super simplistic, but it's too simplistic. You know. Yeah, it's sometimes things are too simplistic to where it's hard to understand it.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so, so we got to have these mental nourishment as far as the things that we're doing, the things that we're putting in our head, the things that we're focusing on. Um, you know, we get. My buddies from the You Can't Make This Up podcast, which release every Friday on Gym City Podcast, but they also release on their own feed, uh, Kev Nash and uh, DJ Killikev, They're they're good dudes. Really, really funny podcast. Um, I like those guys. And those guys talked about uh, how a lot of people are fake mad that... Everybody has. They're mad about a certain thing for a little period of time before they move on to yeah. something else that they're mad at for a period of time. Seems like people
4: just get pissy. I mean, I I you know I agree, but but it seems fake, right? Yeah, it seems fake. Not really. Just now depends. Now I know that we can care about more than
1: one thing at a time. Like we have the capacity to think and care about some people do some things, uh, different things. Like even though we may have a shitty mood we can still find laughter in like a tv show or a movie
4: or something or very dark humor yeah (laughs) i love dark humor dude dude dark humor is hilarious okay listen it can get too far sometimes it can but sometimes like sometimes dark humor is what you need oh it is i mean if you i know some people from my school that love adam sandler and they hate dark humor and i'm like you just don't you just just you just don't have a good sense of humor.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, and that's what it is. It's, I've been to admit plenty of stand-up comedy shows, and you can definitely tell there's people in the audience who don't understand humor. Yeah, they don't understand context. They don't understand the We're way. Just kind of like really, how do you
4: not? How do you not understand that?
1: They're just not aware, dude. I don't know.
4: Just, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I was. I'm around a lot of people who give me dark humor. So yeah, like. All of my friends watch South Park, all of my friends joke about stuff we're not supposed to joke about, but oh well. Yeah. I'm not going to give examples because then it's (laughs) going to get into the territory where people are going to think I'm an anti-Semite. Oh, is it bad? It's not bad. I mean, we we don't joke about it that much. We're just like... Why would you joke about juice? juice, (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, you took it too far. No, man. It's like that shit's not cool. No, dude. Okay, listen, listen.
1: I don't have any room for for like in my life. I don't have any room for uh unless a stand-up comedian is doing it. Yeah, like I don't want to hear it from some dude in a, just standing in a, in a room talking racist jokes.
4: Oh no, 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 no. Listen, jokes, listen. Dude. Like for, listen. for me, I just don't want to hear it. It's all it's all fun and jokes. We're yeah, not, but I'm not serious. But sometimes. I'm not. Sometimes that, it, no, that listen tone listen. comes
1: from a, a a very dark place. Like if you understood yeah. what the like, I'm I'm just not down with it at all, dude. I'm not I'm not down with you know. I'll, I'll laugh if it's at a comedy club. Yeah, I'll laugh if it's in a movie and it's it's structured well. Yeah, we, but usually what the what you're well, talking about yeah, yeah, turns yeah. into something mean spirited, is racist and but shit I listen, don't like.
4: we're not we're not doing that. And the thing is. Okay, so, uh, um, you know, sometimes, and I'm like the least offender of this because... Well, I hope, I my hope you're friends, not saying anything at all. Oh, I'm I'm saying some things, but I'm not saying things that are like, whoa, dude, why yeah, are you I don't joking joke. about this? Dude, that's, I, that's I, like,
1: not me. I, I don't, don't think you should be saying yeah. anything like that, especially in the age that people have... Camera phones, yeah, yeah and I, I get that. You, but you, I mean, having, having stuff like that out there will no, wreck your career. People just don't later on on my but bus, people just don't care. I would, I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I would advise that you not venture into it. And I'm, I'm a little shocked that you're, that to hear that
4: you do it. But I don't. Okay, listen. So with my friends, we joke about a lot of dark humor. We do. We're not serious about any of it. It's all jokes, but. There's a certain limit to where I'll go, and there's a certain limit to where my friends will go. I got you. We can joke about... Well, why, you know, do you, why do you like to go to that place? It's funny. It's funny. It makes me laugh. It, it's funny to joke it's about weird, that. Man. Dude, South Park did it. So what? I don't care. No, I, I so, Dude, South Park joked about Cartman being Hitler and everyone see, else being slaves. And that's what I'm talking about. That's like, hilarious. That's funny. That's, that's so funny. Like, the, in in the context that they're using it, yeah, that's really funny.
1: It, it, now, can, uh, it can be funny, and and I'm not saying we. I'm not saying like I'm not against somebody having saying whatever they want to say. Say right. whatever you want to say. There's a lot of people online that I come across, and I'm like, oh fuck, this guy's opinion.
4: Yeah, I, you know that's the same with me. But listen, for people who are still not clear, I do not go into that realm. I do not go into the joking about cancer and that kind of stuff like i don't do that but with see one of my friends used to have it so he jokes about it yeah and joking about it is
1: what makes what releases the tension of how bad it can be that's why a lot of people grow up poor if you grow up poor and you grow up in, in a shitty environment yeah when you look back on it later on that you can joke around. You have to joke about yeah. it because if you don't joke about it, the grief and the pain and the all that stuff will will consume you. Like you can't you can't focus on things like that in in a negative way. Yeah. turn it into humor and well, turn it into something funny. But dude, listen, there's there's a lot of stand up comedians, Christian. If you if you really I, I've listened to a lot of their podcasts and heard a lot of their stories. A lot of stand up comedians come from really fucked up childhood
4: so you could be
1: a oh yeah. I easily <laughs> could have gotten up on stage oh, yeah. and, and uh try at least tried it yeah. but um you know l- luckily luckily, I met your your mom when yeah. we were uh she was seventeen I was eighteen mm-hmm. and we pretty much settled down and started a family at, at twenty six so mm-hmm. i've been i've been raising a family like i i for me it was important to have a family instead of doing something like that, yeah now, now if I w- could have went back and done it differently, I would have probably played in a band, gone to art school tri- tried stand-up comedy and probably went to some sort of art or cyber uh, yeah. uh, computer computer uh, school some sort yeah. of editing or something like that um, now um so but in no way do I regret my choice because Obviously, the person sitting in front of me who is awesome, yeah. who's helped change <laughs> and shape my life to be what it is now, had you, like you can't like this is where this is where we're at. Like, yeah. I, I love being a dad. I love being part of you guys' life. Like last night, dude, I was on Facetime with Zach. He was at a friend's house, and I said, "I love you, dude." And Zach's fourteen. How many fourteen-year-old dudes? Would say I love you back to their dad a while on FaceTime. With their friends. With their friends. Not many.
4: Their, did he? Hell yeah. He yeah, did. dude, nice. Hell yeah, I he did. You know, even I don't I'm just like, Alright, I'll talk to you guys later. No, I, I don't really Why why? Why are you are not you're not I too
1: affectionate, man.
4: I did that, I don't care. You're like you can be
1: standoffish sometimes.
4: I know. I don't care. It's how I am. Don't be like that, Christian. <laughs> don't be you're like that. You a weird teenage phase. I I, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> Listen. Okay, so if you like Dark humor and you do not care at all, mm-hmm. you should watch Filthy Frank. I mean, I, uh, I'm not even joking. Like, this guy is hilarious. Is he on YouTube? Yeah. And, y- you know, he's pretty much what you... He's the... He is what you do not want to be. Um... Mm-hmm is a character by the way obviously right um and the guy in real life oh he's super chill but um you know he look at my subscribers he has filthy frank tv i think
1: well there's filthy frank meme just look up filthy frank
4: youtube um all right
1: so i want <laughs> to I'm yeah to. you do
4: because he makes songs as well oh my god he's, oh I, th- I don't think i like this guy what come on yeah or are you going on to a video? Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I think all of I this, can just tell. I, I think I'm he's age restricted, like his videos are age restricted because of how. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, I can I can tell this is just not gonna be for me, but I can see, he has millions of views. So, how that's, how that's, many that's, subscribers does he have? Uh, he has a lot, he has four million yeah. subscribers. Wow. And I'm one
4: of them. Uh, you need to watch the gentleman's guide. <laughs> The gentleman. Hold on. All right. Oh my god, it's hilarious, because it's like a round thing, and they're talking like Trump is a great person. Like it's all funny games, dude. Is it an official Donald Trump anthem? Hold on. Hold wait, on. Wait, he has that. Oh my. God. Yeah, the Gentleman's
1: Guide. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's a long one, dude. You need to watch that. All right. All right. I'll, I'll check. You're gonna it. watch I'll, that I'll tell you right, right what, after I'll we're pull done. It, I'll pull it up and I'll, uh, I'll pause it. All right. So. So Christian, I want to get on with my week so we can get out of here. Yep, um, and enjoy the rest of our day. Goals you reached your goal. My I goal did. of losing weight was kind of put like in reality. I had a reality check on this past week because I, you know I talked about last week that uh, I wasn't sure because the scales at my doctor's office said one thing, the scale at my, the house said one another thing. So. The first place I weighed myself when I first started this back on January 22nd was at Epic Life Fitness with um, Scott Epic. Like, I weighed myself there that week, and I weighed 227 pounds. Uh, my scale had been saying that I had gotten down to, like, 202 um, because that's a Scott's lot. gym is all the way downtown, and yeah. it takes about half an hour to get there. <laughs> And because of my work schedule, it's not very convenient. So for the past two weeks, uh, from on Monday through Thursday, I do an hour of yoga, kettlebell, yoga and kettlebells, Uh, and I can definitely tell that I'm um, more flexible. That my my stomach abs actually feel like I have something there. (laughs) They're starting to feel like I have something there because I'm doing a lot of. I looked up how to how to lose your belly. And Oh jeez. So I'm following these these ab workouts yeah, and they're actually working pretty well, man. You know, that's going to be that's fun. Yeah. Trying to lose your belly. I am trying to lose my belly. So, so I went to your my guy. work uh I work for a major grocery store chain in um the area and I so I have to go for a, a yearly checkup for my insurance and They went and did my blood. All my numbers that they do, that they showed me, everything looked great, dude. All my Blood pressure's great. Everything's great. Um, Didn't you
4: say cholesterol
1: was a little high? Cholesterol's a little high, but if you look at, we looked at the numbers, and they're actually, they're going down. Okay. So it's actually pretty good. Um, And so I've been doing, I've been doing this, and I went to, I weighed myself there, and it said 202 as well. Mm. And I was like, Huh. So that's when I went to Scott's, wed myself, and I was at Scott's I was two ten and a half. I had clothes on. Um, so you don't know what to So no so I think I'm somewhere around two oh five seven two oh six, two oh seven. Um and but it's not it's really not about that anymore. No, it's it, more about just Getting that belly away. Getting the belly away. Feeling better. Feeling better. Which I do. I yeah. feel fucking great, dude. So the keto diet. I Aik- keto on. Um, I haven't had any uh real sugar
4: or anything. Is that a pun? Uh, I keto yes. away. I keto away. Yeah. You're um, awful.
1: Yeah, I know. All right. So, so thanks. Uh, by the way, thanks for the shout outs. To Eric Tomorrow and Work Frank on the Mediocre Show. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Love those guys. Uh, go check out the Mediocre Show. Those guys are killer. Uh, Eric is super, like, he's doing a weight loss competition with uh, his former co-host, Matt Kittensparks. And he is rapidly losing weight. And I want, to, I want to congratulate him. And I want to tell you guys that they have these brass knuckle keychains. Christian, you've seen my you've seen my mediocre show brass knuckle keychain, right? Hell yeah! I have three, I have too much car keys on my keychain to actually have it on my keychain. So <laughs> it's it's somewhere in my little studio right here, probably on the shelf. Um, I don't want to dig it. I don't want to no, try and I get it I right, need a keychain. No. But you guys should go get these mediocre show keychains. They're, I need one. Now. They're badass, dude. What do you need a mediocre show? Keychains? No, I need a keychain. Well, let's get on and order you one from the mediocre show. Okay, give me one. All right, I'll order one for Christian. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I'll pull it up so I don't forget. Um, okay, actually, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. You've seen it before. Oh, oh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, you've like, you've seen it. Um, so I'm yeah. gonna so split, go get the dude. keychains, y'all. They're uh, they're, I'm gonna they're go. cool stuff. Uh, hold on just a second um all right so
4: it's so cold in here
1: <laughs> yeah it is cold in here um yeah the the weather has been crazy
4: yeah it's been so weird yeah like last night it was super windy yeah it was it was And it's just i, I have a blanket on and a thick jacket right now yeah that's how cold it is it is cold dude it is cold i apologize
1: for that but oh it's fine is I don't it care. Is. It's we, Ohio. Could have, we
4: could have recorded it in my room you have you have to deal with it
1: um so tomorrow, we, I have podcast, Gym City Podcast. I have uh, quite a few different episodes that I'm recording tomorrow with the bands. Uh, I'm recording with um, Stephen Ernest. He's a rapper. Are you going in? Yeah, I'm going in. No, we got to finish. I'm finished. No, come on. We got to f- Christian. Ah. No, Christian. Yeah, it's too Well, damn. Christian got too cold and walked out. And he is, he's not coming back up. So, (laughs) so gosh. Ah, talk about being frustrated as a father. Uh, Anyway, so I'll I'll just finish up. I'll finish up here since this is uh, you know we're doing it. So tomorrow I have podcast with me time. Podcast with a dude named Stephen Ernest. He's a rapper from Dayton. Good dude. I have a podcast with Subterranean. They're a really badass Dayton band. And C. Wright's Parlor Tricks. So those guys are all doing a podcast with all those guys tomorrow. Down at Folio Design House for Gym City Podcast. And I want to tell you guys. it's 30 It's been 30 years since the Beastie Boys released License to Ill. And it's still one of my favorite albums. Um, yeah, that's... I remember... And I posted this on Facebook. I remember that that album came out when I was 13. And we could not afford to buy cassette tapes and things like that. And so I borrowed a copy from a friend and put two, two boomboxes together. His and mine. And I recorded uh, the album from a boombox surrounded by pillows, blankets. And it wasn't... One where it was fast, so it was in real time. Um, yeah, but those those were good times. You I you appreciate music, and you appreciate things when um, you earn them. I, I guess, um, and, and maybe that's not true. You can definitely appreciate things you don't earn, but I think um, it's it was a different time back then where you would go to record stores or you would go to places to look for that perfect cd or album it's just different than pulling up things on your apple music and streaming them right away like my buddy uh who plays in the band called salvador ross kyle he played with the band called ancient warfare which that is a badass fucking name and you think it's going to be a, a metal band or whatever but now it's a, like this psychedelic rock band and um so, so i started streaming that and it sounded great i've also been checking out father john misty's um upcoming release called pure comedy i am digging the apple music streaming uh the ability to whatever i want to pull up and, and listen to at any time if it's on there uh is really cool to me and I've been checking out a lot of new music that way. Um, so if you got a band that you want me to check out and you, and you think that I'll like them, send it my way. Leave a voicemail. Tell me what you think about it. Um, the music you're listening to call nine, three, seven, two, six, five, two, zero, two, four. That is nine, three, seven, two, six, five, two, zero, two, four, or just leave me an email at, uh, the is rock um, so, yeah, so music, all that stuff. I haven't really been watching anything because um I've been trying to get at least 12,000 steps in a day. So I've been taking these long walks and and then I do yoga and it, my my schedule is so crazy. Uh editing podcasts, like these four podcasts. I actually I'll sit down and edit the record those tomorrow. For Gym City Podcast and then I'll edit them later on like sit down and actually put them together uh it's an interesting process that's for sure um so Trump report guys uh last week Trump had spent 22.8% of his presidency in Florida which that's a lot of time to spend in Florida <laughs> um according to Orlando weekly, Trump's frequent Florida visits are putting the Lantana airport out of business. So Trump is, um, visiting his resort a lot in in Florida. And this is a dude who criticized Obama for playing golf so much. Um, but you know, I get it, man. And I wouldn't have a problem with it if this dude paid for his own, you know, secret service and things like that. But, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. All right. And uh, Sean Spicer. Did you guys see what Sean Spicer did? Sean Spicer had um, the flag turned upside down this week at a press conference. And I, I thought it was interesting because I know that that's, um, that is, you know, on the surface, it is just a flag turned upside down. And having said that, in some security communities that are subject to risk of subver- in some security communities that are subject to risk of subversion or penetration, an inverted lapel pin or similar gaff could be a signal to fellow operatives that something is amiss and to be suspicious. Is Sean Spicer sending a message out there? During World War II spies who had been caught and turned could notify their handlers not to trust their intelligence reports by a secret prearranged signal, such as deliberately misspelling the fourth word of each transmission. Crews in nuclear launch sites might notify others that had been clandestinely taken over by hostile forces who are using them as a shield by misidentifying personnel over the radio. If in visual contact, they might unbutton a button or wear a uniform item incorrectly. In any case, the prearranged signal means I can't talk. I'm being held. Be suspicious. Uh, So, is Spicer trying to alert us that the Russians, aliens from Area 51, or Girl Scouts, or somebody who have taken over uh, the White House secretly, have the Russians taken over the White House? Who knows? But, definitely got... um, It's interesting to watch this, this presidency. It is entertaining for sure uh but scary when you look at the ramifications of a lot of it um i listened to joe rogan's podcast this past week and he had david pina i think is his name i'm gonna search this dude i think that's his name and he's a businessman and um it's always nice to ha- hear a long conversation with a person um like like him let me Club Joe Rogan's podcast. Hmm. Yeah, Dan Pena. You see, uh-uh. So, uh, podcast. There we go. Yeah, Dan Pena. He's a businessman and high performance business coach and i heard first heard about him on uh your mom's house podcast and he is a really intense dude and he's made like billions and billions of dollars so it was interesting and he's a trump supporter uh he gave a a unique perspective that i think somebody like myself, i don't get that perspective from people around me like this dude's a billionaire and when you have a two to three hour conversation with somebody you can really pull their personality out of that conversation um, so yeah it was interesting is all is all I'll say I still don't fucking support Donald Trump he can go fuck himself but uh, also arian Foster who's a football player for the former football player uh, former running back he was on episode two hundred or nine hundred and twenty eight and it was interesting hearing this dude's perspective. I, I've always found him interesting, and being a football fan, uh, it's a weird time now because of all the data with head injuries, things like that. But you look at somebody like Arian Foster, who he says he wish he would would, would have never played football, and that if he would go back and change it now, he wouldn't have had his he he would never or he wouldn't let his kids play football and if he could go back and change it now he w- he wouldn't have played football he would have gotten into science or something something like that so it's interesting but as a bucks fan Tampa Bay Bucks fan this past week was really exciting for me because the bucks drafted Jameis Winston a couple years ago and then they they added all these cool badass free agents Basically, they took two, uh, two of the Washington Redskins players. They took Deshaun Jackson, who is a fast, wide receiver. And then they took another gentleman who plays defensive tackle named Chris Baker. And so I, I predict that the Buccaneers are going to have the best defensive line this year and that they're going to go on a playoff march. So I'm all in, man. I'm all in. Let's go, Bucks. It's been a while since they've been they've been good. So they're building, building well, and we'll see, we'll see how they how they do things. Um, but that's all I have. So that was that was awkward when Christian left. Like I, I I got furious with him because he left. I went inside. I was like, Are you serious, dude? I can't believe you cut off the podcast. And he's like, I'm cold, man. Just finish it. He thought I was done when I was starting to pull up the bands. Uh so he wasn't interested in the conversation anymore. <laughs> it was so awkward. If if a podcast guest did that to me, I'd be so fucking furious and I would never do another podcast with them. But because it's Christian and he's my son, I'm definitely going to do another podcast with him. <laughs> but that was an asshole move, Christian. But congratulations getting your license. Um, so at the end of this, I think... Um, I'm going to, since I love the Beastie Boys and I love mashups and some of these are, are rare to find, um, so I'm going to play a mashup of a Beastie Boys song that I have. In fact, let me, I'll look it up now and tell you guys what what it would be. Uh, Former Dallas safety J.J. Wilcox signed with the Tampa Bay Bucks. He started 38 se- games over four seasons for the Cowboys. He agreed to a two-year deal. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, man, they're they're uh hmm. I'll have to read on that when uh, I'm done doing this podcast. So, music now. The the music I've. Uh, used in the podcast before i've either bought or been given by people so this i downloaded it from some some website because obviously you can't sell these mashups um so a lot of a lot of these uh, mashups are a labor of love for the people that, that do them and uh let's see the beastie boys bam Yeah, Beastie Boys are one of my favorite, favorite, favorite bands. Ooh. I'll tell you what. I'll do something special for you guys. There's this Reimagine. and it's, it's long. It's a mashup, but it's long. So you're not going to be able to skip anything. But this will be like a two-hour podcast. You guys want to check out Paul's Boutique Reimagined? Uh, the Broadest Beats it's from Solid Steel. I found it on solidstill.net a few years ago. It's from DJ Chiba and DJ Money Shot and DJ Food. They reimagined the Paul's Boutique album. So if you guys stuck around this long, I'm going to reward you with some Paul's Boutique reimagined. Uh, hopefully you dig it. Check it out. And um, like I said, I wish you could skip tracks if you wanted to and keep it for yourself, uh, but try and find it out there. It's called Paul's Boutique Reimagined. All right, y'all. Take care of yourselves. Have a great week. Please come out and see us at Gym City Comic Con for uh, a live Gym City podcast on Saturday, April 1st in panel room A. We'll be doing a live Gym City podcast celebrating our 400th podcast cast release um the day before so we'll be celebrating that 400 podcasts for gym city Podcast. holy shit that's a lot plus i do this podcast what am i thinking and then at one o'clock i'm hosting a podcast q a and shout out to my buddy mark degrosso for making me this badass poster for it. it's cool as hell <laughs> It was really cool. He used my a picture that I have where I'm in front of a Dayton Inspire sign. He used that picture as the poster and put all the logos and stuff and he put co like I had at the Easy Rock and he put um <laughs> podcast Q and A. So it's my picture. My wife is like, Wow, that's a that's something. So I uh, I like the picture though, so I think I might get it made as a poster or something. All right, y'all. So you guys take care of yourselves. Here is Paul's Boutique Reimagined. Come out and see us Saturday, April 1st, Gym City Comic Con podcast QA and live podcast. Other than that, take care of yourselves. Have a great week. And here's Paul's Boutique Reimagined.
2: <laughs>
1: Solid Steel.
2: steel. steel.
0: Solid. Steal, 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 clap, 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 steal, oh, video,
2: steal, steal,
0: solid steel
3: yeah i just like to you know start this off with like you know a dedication to i'm not sure i really don't know who i'm gonna dedicate this to
0: all right now here's a little story i got to tell about three dj as check, 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 check it
1: out uh, solid steel
0: full <laughs> Sound of three guys working very hard, cramming each second with a new idea and a tough line. Check it out! I think the boys have delivered what can be honestly compared to as the silent pepper of rap.
3: Paul's critique will definitely blow away any speculation or misconception about what this group can do. Word on the street from respected rappers from
0: TTE to MC Hammer to Public Enemy that these guys are real indeed
1: the music is stupid fresh
0: and they have the stuff so enough talk let's raise the flag up the pole batman watch out the beasties are going to be in your face this summer let's go
3: Join me. none of have to work in any VT, anywhere,
2: Hurricane,
0: got cloud. Other DJs, you head out. The sonic power is incredible on that record, the, the iconic hip-hop-isms of the sounds, um, it's really magnificent. Well, let's scream, let's shout, let's turn this function out and keep keeping on, but you don't rush. let's make this a real cool let's scream and let's shout and let's turn this function out. Keep keeping on. Clap your hands. I'm clap your hands. Let's scream and let's shout and let's turn this function out.
3: Member of this group, so people should have to take a risk to listen to what this group does. It's only fair, right? But they don't really know just how into we are.
0: Won't try to understand From the book I read Not one but all must follow him Come and join the Right livers and Sanctuary Bank I was at this carnival Just a few years ago Big deal, Ferris wheel, same old stuff, you know. And I wandered around the grounds until I found this little tent. Man outside made a speech. This is how it went.
4: The Beastie Boys ran around the country
0: all summer or all winter, violating every law that they could possibly violate, as far as being being a pain in the neck, you know what I'm saying, to the police around the country.
2: Some say the
3: Beastie Boys are considered rebels going throwing being girls naked on the stage—that's messing it up for us, man. <laughs> People think that we're going into towns that you know somehow some kind of hassle will be called, I, you know, or, or that somehow it's going to be problematic. I'll say right now, you know, all we want is a hassle-free existence.
0: I could find. Well, now they call me sport, cause I pushed the bar short and loved all the women to death. I partied hard and packed the mean rod and could knock you out to the right or left. We all dressed in black, we stuck up around. greatest hits 1971 to 1975. Like everything else the Eagles have ever done, the process wasn't easy or peaceful, which is probably why you've never seen them sit down together for a television interview.
1: Until tonight.
0: Sensational knock and show this DJ Money Shot, yeah!
3: Tarted scratch.
0: different Beatles songs put together.
3: about the ping pong
0: She started cutting Ooh, up the coffee. looking down the barrel
3: of a gun now
0: What did you play? One bar and then you looped it up? Looped up this beat. And it's it's just really not a joke anymore. And it's become who
3: we are and what we're doing. And how do we slow it down? How do we slow it
0: down? How do we slow it 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 down?
3: about this album was we didn't put any fade outs on the record and then we
4: bumped all the songs right up against each other in the the sequencing which I thought was kind of cool rather than putting fades.
1: This song has a lot of nice bass, nice
4: samples.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say this is one of my more favorite, like, Dust Brothers productions, both then yeah. and now. Like, listening to it is just, I think, far and near. And I remember that was, this was, I, I forget if it was this or Shake Rump, where it was like there, there was so much going on, and I think we all really liked it, and then we wanted to rhyme over the more musical parts i <laughs> Character. Guitar?
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You're
3: saying? Suck. I remember sitting around writing I remember some of these lyrics being written when we were kinda like sitting around up at that house. The G Sun? Yes. Yeah G Sun is the G no,
0: Spot. The uh, G no, Spot, G- yeah. sorry. sorry. Yes, G- that studio. studio
3: later. That house is a big big part of this record. Yeah. Really.
0: Before you trip over your cape, Batman, whittle me this. When you're trying to flee from, and they're and bread, tell you what up and trying to be the light again.
2: I have
3: no memory of recording this song. You have smoke, big one? I really don't. I can't place it I, I, I certainly I know the song I'm not familiar I remember working work. on the lyrics so I remember sitting around in that TV room, and, we and we were
0: like all writing down rhymes and kind of putting them together and to fit them together into verses but
3: I don't know if I remember actually recording it either
0: <laughs> Paul's boutique at seven one eight four nine eight one zero four three. That's four nine eight one zero four three, And ask for Janice. That was from
3: a, a tape that you had from tape 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 tape. Tape me.
0: rise from the bottom of the sea, yeah! but first, are you experienced, so, uh, are you experienced? Life is <laughs> like a setup, <laughs> a lot of games, <laughs> a lot of suckers with colorful names, I'm so-and-so, I'm this, I'm that, huh, but they're all just wick, wick, whack.
3: Are we officially in the Booyah face now? Yes. Oh yeah, we're in here. we're deep. We're deep. That was a big, still big shout-out for George Draculius. Was George Rick's roommate... up with this song, I don't know. I, I vaguely remember this song. This beat I actually made in, in, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah. We're playing an 808 through like a Fender Twin and recording it on the mic. Because well, I remember this was like on your Fostex 8 track or yes. right? It was like on your yeah. reel-to-reel...
0: You know what? You've got a boyfriend and
4: his name caught with a stripy limp dick I ride around town
1: cause my ride is fly I shot a man in Brooklyn just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and go
3: I was just spacing out, because this thing that Rob Montabani used to say all the time. He thrusts his fists against the post and still insists he sees the ghost. He
0: thrusts his fists against the post and still insists he sees the
3: ghost. That's all it says over and over and over. Again. He thrusts his fists against the post and still insists he sees the ghost.
2: Still insists he sees the ghost. <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
3: All this stuff was like Matt house, right? So, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think a lot of these Bully-based things, we just made it. say It's like a Matt house bonanza.
0: Like many Rousters, Bob Marley talks in a thick Jamaican patois, which at times is difficult to understand. He starts out talking about reggae music. Yeah, Jamaican people play it.
3: Yeah, it's like music. from Jamaica play that music, you know? like musician from um in the my fine black musician from America play funk the folk hard blues you know and deep down play reggae music.
0: Can it can it be copied quite successfully outside of Jamaica?
3: Well you see where I feel about the music, it can be copied, you know. But it's not copied. It's the feel, you know? Yeah, have plenty musician. Them know it, but them can't do it. I just felt like I was fulfilling the demand.
1: It's got a funky beat, and I can bug out, go go